Do you have it right now? Are we good? <laughs> What's up, guys? Moto X Pod Show, Tuesday, January 24th. Hey, don't use the force to chug me, whatever you do on that. So, uh, guys, fresh off Anaheim 2 Supercross um, with, you know, we're going to yik-yak about that. Plus, we got some guests coming up. With me, as always, my partner and friend, our producer. He kind of sucks, but he's my buddy. DJ TJ Smith. What's up, man? What's up, guys? We're ready for a great night of talking about racing. He's still got his announcer voice going on from the weekend. <laughs> That's you know, right, all like weekend long. Sorry about there. that. <laughs> TJ Smith into the lead. But, uh, hey. You'll never hear that. Yeah, yeah. What the heck? My part-time co-host, he's back with us this week. Hence the intro, Jamie Guida, a.k.a. Darkside. What's up, buddy? What's up, guys? Glad to be back. Yeah, yeah. We're going to call Factory Phil here in a minute and jack with him because he's supposedly... Bill uh, Lawrence? Huh? Bill Lawrence? Yeah. No, no, Flaky Phil. Flaky Phil. He's supposedly somewhere working. I bet he's at home right now, but we'll call him anyways because yeah. he's being a punk. But uh, why don't you go ahead and get him on the line? We'll let him cue on in on that deal. But uh, anyways, working on his tan in the tanning bed. Yeah, probably that. That would be a fill thing to do is to get in the tanning bed. Let's see if this idiot answers. Real if it goes to his voicemail, can we let his number play over the internet? Yes. Oh. Hey, Phil. Hey. You're live. Hey, what's up, guys? Oh, you know nothing. Just sitting here wondering where you, you're. We're, we're all guessing you're probably really at home, not working. Y'all miss me? No. No, especially with the, with the bad call sound you got there. Hey, talk into the phone, Phil, like actually into the microphone of the phone. I, I am talking in the phone. Oh, that's okay. way better. There it is. It, it, it's kind of like, now. It's kind of like one of those things that he acting. We just got the phone with him telling him, hey, we're going to call you, and he acts like, oh, these guys are calling me. I didn't even know it. <laughs> oh, come on now. He's playing it up really well, really well. So uh-huh. uh, what did everybody do this weekend? Who rode? Did you ride, Jamie? I was on call again. Yeah, Phil. Uh, TJ, you announced all weekend. All weekend. We're at Saturday, Sunday at Village Creek. Village we had Creek, the yeah. the Winter Series round three. There was, I think, eight states represented. There was seven hundred and sixty something entries. That is gnarly, dude. I'm telling you, some of the fastest kids you've ever seen on Saturday and Sunday was just more the same. With, I mean, like Brandon Walters cleaning up on his Super Mini, getting some of the bigger bikes. It was a great day. It really was a Moto, good weekend. Moto's coming back, guys. It really is on the local level. You get entries like that. That's like the level of entries that they would have had back in the in the heydays. The, you know the what I'm saying? Vet classes had like 30 entries. The vet class racing is, is really on awesome. the up and up. You know what it is? Is all of us that still love it are all getting old now, yep. so everybody's still doing it. But Phil and I watched the race over at uh, over at his parents' house and. Had a little bit to drink. Tried to go uh, do some. What were we gonna do after the race, Phil? We're riding on the mule, doing something, right? Yeah, we were gonna go check out some trails, and it broke down on us. We had to walk back. I, I didn't even go back in the house at that point. I walked straight to my truck and left. <laughs> I was over it. But uh, anyway, so yeah, a little bit of a bummer about the race, guys. Uh, I oh even, my god, gotta bring that up now. Then I know. Well, we're gonna have to bring it up at some point. So I just want to bang my head against a brick wall over this deal. Or about what the, the hell happened? You could bang your head against the uh, downside of a triple. Well, that's what he did. You know, and nobody's talking about that either. He hit his head really hard, and I know his arm is really jacked up. It's dislocated double, dislocated wrist, and a compound fracture in his arm. Well, if you watched one of the replays, it, you could see since his goggles came off, you could see his face and his eyes were. You could he was he was out. The visor on his helmet was gone. He was out. He yeah, hit, he, he was definitely he definitely had a concussion. That's that's for sure. Well, I'm worried about how hard he hit his head more than I am his arm. His arm will heal. Your brain doesn't do the same. 
You know what I mean? If you hit it hard enough. So nobody's yeah. talking about that. I don't know, but I've heard a little discussion about it. Uh, just people saying the same thing. They think he was out. They think he's probably definitely concussed. You know, he he posted on uh, I believe it's Twitter in that right field that you reposted today, or is that Instagram? And Instagram, yeah. Yeah, and you know he. I mean, he made some comments, so at least he seems to be in his right mind right now. Right. We'll see. I, I mean, I'm sure he's okay. He just looked like he hit really hard to me. <laughs> yeah. And um, I mean, that's that's not a good sign, you know. That those. And then again, I, I don't I don't know. It just didn't seem good to me. So I, I tell you, um, who didn't hit very hard was um, Anderson. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. guy's a punk. That guy's a punk. Yeah. Which guy? Uh, which guy? No, well, no, no. Yeah. We can we'll get into that too. Okay. But I felt like they're both punks. Well, really. a little bit, but I don't think I don't there's one punk who could definitely outpunk the other punk. Yeah. So I don't know yeah, what like, Anderson was mad about. It's not like he doesn't do the same crap to people, exactly. you know. I know it's Vince Freeze and people are gonna be, you know It was a good pass. It was a great I thought it was fine. I didn't see anything wrong with it. Nobody. I mean, Anderson did kind of turn down into yeah. him. So what do you do? I mean, it happens. You yeah. get back up and go race because it's motocross. That's and what, then if you happens. want to fight, after, get out of the tunnel first, man. Because right. you're on TV. Th- and not to mention, homie's mechanic made him look like a total chode. <laughs> I, Just shoved him right on the ground. You know? I laughed so hard, and Amber wasn't in the room at the time. I was like, come watch yeah. this. This is great. Oh, it's awesome. And well, another thing, too, is like he, they're right in front of the, the, the KTM kids. Junior kids. Didn't, yeah. she, didn't he hit the lady who's in, far, in charge right, of Right, he landed like right it? in front of her, I think. That's yeah. great. But um, that's, that's kind of bad to be doing that in front of the kids. I don't like that. No. You know, it's, cool. it's one thing you want to throw down. I'm all for that. But get out of the tunnel before you do that. And I've heard Vince might not be the guy to do that with anyone. I know Pike made him look like that, but that's Weston Pike. <laughs> Jason Anderson, not so much. Can you, you know be know? scared of somebody who wears mascara? Yes. Who wears mascara? <laughs> Just say all of Vince's pictures. I guess he has really dark eyelashes or something, but it looks like he wears mascara. He might wear eyeliner. Some dudes oh, maybe do. he's in a metal band. DJ knows all about that. Yeah. That but, well, yeah, Phil, I think you and him have the same haircut, don't you? All about my haircut? I said, y'all have the same haircut, don't you? Doesn't Anderson have one of them little hard part thingies, whatever you got going on well, over there? See, I see you, chicks you with here, them all the time. You sit here and make fun of me, but your your ass is bald. <laughs> That's true. That's all right. I can still make fun of you. Yeah, you were just commenting uh-huh. on my hair a minute ago because you're jealous. Well, so. your hair's luscious. Ob- obviously, you have yeah, hair issues. I mean, luscious. Yeah, I like my hair, though. So, whatever. Yeah, well, we're just making fun of your hair because it's you. It, it, there's nothing wrong with it. Uh, well, you, you like making fun of me, Mark. Yeah, so. I know. Anyways, uh, <laughs> where were we at? Okay, what were we just talking about? Anderson? Yeah, I don't know, man. It, Get you can't like if he had just got out of the tunnel and hit him, there'd have been no suspension. He ain't lost no points because now the series is really damn boring. Oh yeah, and now because now not only did the guy that, I mean, he could have had a chance to stay in the fight points wise and caught fire and started winning a little bit, especially with Kenny gone. They're just the only person that can even get close to Ryan now is Marvin, and whether that happens, well, or not, this is gonna be a boring series. We have to hope that Eli steps up. And, you know, maybe Pike and Seeley step up. You know, Eli we, just, got we have eighth, to hope that happens. Eighth place I know. this week. But he's capable. We yeah. know he's capable. Yeah. We have to hope that. What do you think Callie thinks about that? Yeah. About Eli? Yeah. They can't be happy with what they're paying him to get. I mean, it'd be one thing if he's getting thirds, you know, right there right. off the podium having issues. But being that far back, they can't be excited mm. about it. They're probably not. And we need to let Phil talk while he's on the phone. But I, I feel like. At the same time, he finished eighth. That's eighth, probably the eighth best rider in the world. Like, that's yeah. really not well, that bad. Well, check this out, though. 
Okay, Cooper Webb broke through finally. He got fourth. That would have been, you know, would have been fifth if Anderson been there. Would have been sixth if Kenny would have been there. Um, Seeley got third. Awesome here. Pike comes in with fifth. These guys all got moved up via two of the top dudes not being in that main event. However, you never know how the racing plays out. But what I'm saying is, Tomac still got eighth. Yeah. Where would Tomac have been if those two would have been there? He'd been in tenth. Right, that's true. You know? So... At one point, uh, he passed Chad Reed. Reedy gets him back, and then he never sees him again. You know, I mean, what nothing against Phil? Chad Reed, but what do you think, Phyllis? Well, you don't want to hear my thoughts. That's all I'm going to say. No, we do. Want oh to hear yeah, he's very passionate. He pissed Tomac <laughs> off on social media. Oh well, let, let me hear about yeah, that. I didn't I, hear it anyways, Phil. I, I got in his head. I think that's why he did that. <laughs> yeah, Phil. Phil definitely. Yeah, straight into my. So, so arm. But pump. I, I apologize. I apologize to him. I apologize. Well, give us a give us a, a a nice opinion about what you think. Don't just sugarcoat sugar it a little I bit. I think I think he has untapped potential. His ceiling is really really high, and I I think he gets on a different bike and he's a different rider. I might not disagree with that. What do y'all think? Yeah, I mean, it's, we don't know. I mean, he was. It's a factory bike. How does a factory bike cause you to have arm pump? I don't think the bike's yeah. causing him to have arm pump, but I don't think he's getting along with the bike. And it's not helping the arm pump situation. Yeah, I, I, the stuttering here, but the feeling I get is a few years ago when they revamped that Kawasaki for RV, he rides a lot different than everybody else. And I, and I think these guys are struggling with mm-hmm. it. Absolutely. Well, let, let me give you a reference point. Uh, Josh Grant got six. That's two spots ahead of his teammate who makes ten times probably what he makes. Yeah, I'm just saying. I mean, not, kudos to Josh Grant. He is riding really well. I think that that they've proven that he was a good pick for that for that spot. You know, he's earning his keep. And I mean, Grant's good anyway. I truly believe by the end of the year, Eli's going to get up there in the top three and probably be more consistent. Problem, but I don't know what the answer is. Well, the problem with that is, is Ryan Dungey's about to go ahead and build him a oh, race yeah. lead in points really fast. That's pretty much a given, unless you know, something weird happens. Where Where is he at right now in points? Sixty. Say Kenny's still yeah. in third in points. But he's 18 back of Dungey. You know, Kenny, Moosecan's got – Moosecan's close in points. This is not by any means over. So it'll be interesting to see how this goes there, especially if Marvin wins a race or two. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a battle there, you know, from here on out. You know, out. It, it hopefully it reinvigorates, if that's the right word, or fires the guys that are second, third, and fourth, mm. fires them up. Right. Hey, you know, we actually might have – the battle isn't between Roxon and Dungey anymore. Well, the prob- problem with Anderson is he's 30-plus points back of Dungey yeah. now. What's he going to do, you know? But it could – and Tomac. Well, maybe well he Tomac's can, eh, Maybe yeah. he can clean Dungey out. And- well, he might. <laughs> I don't know how well that will go over at the Baker's Factor on Tuesday or Monday or whenever they get in there. But, I think that's know. why the racing is not going to be as good as it can because I would say three of the, what, maybe let's say top five guys that could be up front, three of them – have to see each other on Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, maybe somebody decides train to go together. their separate way over that deal. They get pissed at each other, and they have to have separate times there. I think something. they've been together so long now. They're buddies. They're not going to go in. They're not going to go in and freeze each other. But you Clay, say Marvin won't cross jump Dungey. I bet he will. I don't think Marvin. In, <laughs> I bet he will. I don't think he intends to cross jump anybody. They don't have to clean each oh, other out. Give though. me a break. Yes, he does. I'm just he saying. does that crap on purpose. Freezy. A lot of guys do it. Okay. Know? I'm just saying, I, I just don't think that they will purposely go that that they uh-huh. did. I mean, Phil, what do you think? 
I mean, if do you see any of those guys? I know you can't see it in here. Do you see any of those guys really trying to clean each other out? Mm, yeah, I think Anderson will. To be honest with you, um, if if it's if it's and then if it's on the line, I mean, you got to think Ken Watson's out for you. Anderson's gonna have the head, you know, his his head's gonna be in the should be in the right place. It's not now, obviously, because he got disqualified, but. I think he's going to pick up his act and um, and put something together. And if it comes down to it, then yeah, he's going to take out Dungey more than his can. I don't think he's going to take Dungey out, but I definitely think he might get into it with Marvin a little bit more. Trying to get that what second it, spot. What does it matter now, though? He's so far back in points. Like, what are you going to do? You're you're almost thirty back of Marvin too. Like, it's not going to do you. Those guys are going to have to battle for this title, and we can only hope that Marvin steps his game up because I don't want to have the Dungey show again this year. Right. It's well, boring. props to Dungey's amazing. I just don't want it to be boring. You see what I'm saying? And without Kenny, it's going to be freaking boring. You know. Yeah. And so. I don't think they have to clean each other out to make it good racing. Right. You know, right. you could still bang bars and block pass and do it relatively cleanly, and be on the same Baker's Factory team, and uh, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. and get along and. St- that's fun racing, and I think those guys would enjoy that if they do it tight and clean. So who do you think the next guy in the list? I mean, like this weekend, Cole Seeley getting on the podium. But like you said, and I didn't think about it, Mark, until you brought it up. I mean, Anderson has been consistently better than him. Um, Roxon obviously consistently better. So with them two still in the race, that's a good chance instead of a third, that's a fifth. See, see, yeah, Seeley's tied with Roxon right now, fifty-one points. But he, so. he was third this weekend. So my he question was. is, do you think that he is going to be a consistent podium guy? I do. I think he'll. I think he'll. He'll be around there. I think he has trouble beating Anderson. He's proven that Anderson. I guess Anderson's in his head. I don't. I don't really know. If it were me, I'd T-bone Anderson if I were Cole Seeley. He kind of owes him a few, but right. doesn't look like that's going to happen. Which is it's fine. What, however you want to do it. Um, yeah, we'll just have to see. I mean, Tomac's not completely out of it yet, but he's pretty far back at the dunge now. Now, if he gets on a tear and starts winning, I mean, we got a lot of racing left to go, guys. It's not – Yeah, it's early. I hope he fixes this little arm pump issue he's got going because I want to see the racing get better for everybody, you know, especially now that Kenny's gone. Of course, I was rooting for Kenny. He's not there anymore. Uh, by the way, his arm is jacked. Did y'all see that picture? Yeah. Dislocated wrist and elbow. Yeah, That's the and one. a compound fracture. And the dislocated wrist and elbow are the one that is probably more serious than the compound fracture, I would think. That's when you really right. get into nerve damage and things like that. I don't, I don't know. What do y'all think about that? Y'all Scary, think, man. Y'all, people I've heard talk about it that know a little bit say, you know, there's a really high chance for infection. It could be some long-term issues for him. Hopefully not. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we don't want anything bad to happen to him, but scary well do you think i mean what what is the the rehab process going to be for something like that i don't know but it's not gonna be fun well i mean my buddy nathan uh, dislocated his wrist one time and i can tell you it, it took he had to get a i mean obviously i i uh rocks will probably have one of those brace like Varsha wore that's what nate had to get one of those it took yeah. a long time for that thing to heal and i don't know one. that it's even still normal i think baggett yeah. still wears one a couple of those guys yeah. are wearing those things. i wear them Oh, you wear yeah, just those the guys are based out in Nacogdoches. Yeah, they are. Yeah, 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 they yeah are. when I shattered my uh, wrist in 07, it was the third time it had been broke, and it was plated, and I went and got one. I, I saw the ad. It was CTI back CTI. then. They were making them for CTI, and I called the guy, and he's like, yeah, we're in Nacogdoches, and I just happened to be on my way there anyway. Stopped in, saw the shop, got one that day. I think I've seen it before, and it like just it was like a really inconspicuous building, isn't it? Yeah, it's on the loop. Yeah, yep. I think I've been by there before. Anyway, but yeah, I mean, I'm sure he'll get, 
It'd be good for them to get some because they're awesome. I mm-hmm. I still wear it. You know, I've been healed for years. Right. But um, yeah, it's gonna be a long process. I don't see him being back for nationals. You don't think he'll be back for nationals? I wow, that's a that's a claim there. So yeah. I guess they're gonna put Stewart on that bike, huh? They're not. Yeah. <laughs> I would love it if they did. Yeah, they better. It, yeah. I just can't imagine how great that would be. I mean, obviously they can't expect much, but talk about publicity stunt right there. Just throw James on the bike. Here's the thing, though. They don't have a title sponsor. They don't need anybody on yeah. the bike. If they had, you know what I'm saying? I feel we'll see Brayton. I think they'll keep Brayton where he's at. I don't think they can. He's already kind of on the Moto Concepts team. It's not like that's one of those teams. I think they're can, just housing in there because he's doing all the testing for Honda. They are, but, I mean, I don't see that going over well if that were. That'd be Andrew Short. Short? No. <laughs> maybe I heard them talk about that today on the Pulp Show when I listened to it. And maybe if it was outdoors is what they're saying, but for just to yeah. hop off the couch and go ride Supercross? No. Yeah. yeah, I don't think Short wants anything to do with that. Well, what about Will Hahn? That's not a bad choice. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I thought that earlier, actually. I don't know if Will wants to race. It kind of depends. He works for Geico. I mean, obviously, there's a Honda connection there. But... And he's pretty, like, I mean, he was racing in, in Australia, so he's yeah. not that far out. No. Really just depends on what he wants to do. I mean, he, he more or less retired on his own accord. I don't know. But I think that was because there wasn't a, a deal that was paying him what uh, he wanted to get paid. No, if yeah. Honda wanted to pay him, I'm sure he, why not? Yeah, I don't know how what they what they do, how they pay filling guys. It's more of a bonus structure, Probably. is it not? You know? Probably. So, but, I mean, I would love to see Stu on that bike. It's not going to happen. I, I know we but. keep saying these, they don't have a title sponsor. They don't have to have, have anybody on that bike, but that's a new bike. I think they want it out there. Mm. You know, I think it's a big deal for Honda right now. They're pushing I, that 17 like crazy. Yeah, I don't even think you can hardly find those things in the right. stores already. I think they're selling the crap out of them. Well, the um, another thing, too, if you think whenever Seeley was on the team with Kennard, Kennard was kind of the top guy. Every time Kennard would get I mean, Seeley would do good. And if my memory serves me right, every time that Kennard would get hurt and Seeley, all the hopes and stuff were on him, then he kind of choked a little bit. He kind of went back. He didn't fulfill what he could. And I'm wondering, and the whole point of this year, they were saying that he's got less pressure because, you know I mean, he knows he's not. Not now. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I'm wondering if that's going to hurt Sealy, you know what I mean? Or is he going to be able to rise to the occasion now that he is basically the premier Honda guy? And if he is, gets out there and wins, I don't see any reason why Honda would put somebody else on that bike. That's true. I, yeah, I don't know. Um, what do you – I would love to see somebody else on it. I've got a theory about these Hondas, and I own one. So You're probably going to say the same thing that I've been saying. That you know, go ahead. Let's hear. Okay, let's let's go back in time a little, a few years. All right. Now, Canard's had that thing jump up and bite him a few times. Now he's prone to crash, anyways. But then we get Chad Reed two different times. I'm going to go through this. 2011, that weird crash off that Chatapult jump in Millville, and then it supercrossed the following year. I know those are circumstantial. They were both really big, gnarly crashes, though, much like what we just saw. Kind of out of nowhere. Kind of out of nowhere when you're just – when you wouldn't expect it. And um, I just – and obviously I'm not even near that level, but I would – and I own a Honda, and it just would not keep – this won't keep me from continuing to ride my bike. But just every now and again, that, su- that sucker will just jump up and bite you. It is just all of a sudden out of nowhere – I, I swear I'm not off on this. So one of my best friends, um, a guy named Randy, we talk all the time, and he's got a Honda 500, old school steel frame, you know, 500. And we and we were, I was talking to him, said the exact same thing you did about how 
the Honda just seems like everything goes good. Look at look at Kanar, look at all these guys, and then out of nowhere it'll just jump up and hit you, almost like a mm-hmm. like trying to keep a snake as a pet. And he said like, he said, you know my five hundred do that. I'll be riding it and racing it. He said ever since I got it, and then all of a sudden out of nowhere it'll just start acting, you know, like like it gets head shake or chunk me over the bars or something. And he goes, it's I trust it, you know. It's just mm-hmm. sometimes. Well. Uh... Forget where I was going. But the Yamaha what, did that. Well, what I was getting, what, yeah, what I was getting at is talking to a guy this weekend as a road racer who announced with me this weekend, Luke Navarra. He was announcing with me, and he was a road racer for years. And he said the best tires in the like they get all this grip. I forget what company he was saying. It may have been Michelin. Like the pilots would just get grip all the way to the edge, and as soon as they get to that edge, the second they go over that edge, they slip. They're gone. You go and you hit the ground. Where the Dunlops, when he was just comparing it, like the Dunlops are smooth, you can feel them going away, blah, 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 whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, what he was kind of alluding to was maybe that bike, when it gets, it's perfect, good, good, but right when it gets to that edge, it just lets go. It could be. And it definitely, I don't know. But everybody in industry is saying, oh, it's not the Honda, it's not the Honda. But okay. I've been riding mine since 06. And look and, how many times you've that, been on the ground. Before that, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was on, you know, I rode 93s. And yeah, but all my crashes have been because I did something stupid. The bikes never just yeah. magically jumped up. I don't and hit think me. your year model Hondas were prone to that. I, I'm talking about uh, the newer okay. ones. I got you. you know? Yeah, he was also telling me that the that new 09 one, was had a stink bug issue. But that sure. new one is supposed to be like an, an 08 with new plastics and motors, what they're saying geometry setup and stuff is. Uh, you know, I, I still can't see that they've gotten that far away from what it used to be. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Because all they do is, I don't care, they all knew this, all of that. They still improve on the year before, you know? And I don't want to spend too much time on this. I just, it's just an idea. It's just a theory, maybe a crazy theory. But I feel like, you know, I feel like there's some substance to it, right? I'm probably absolutely wrong. I don't have any clue. I don't ride a Honda. So, mm. I mean, y'all have Hondas. Y'all would know. I don't know, man. I've never crashed as much on any bike. And I've owned them all as I have on this Honda I've got now. And I have eaten shit on that thing. several, And I love it. It's still a great bike. And I'll still continue to ride it regardless of that. I just, you got to kind of be worried. I mean, dude, I've wrecked my leg pretty bad on that thing. It is what it is. I mean, it happens. Phil, you still with us? Yeah, I'm still here. I'm just listening. Uh, well, anyways, <coughs> what, 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 who else would, did some notable stuff this weekend? Looks like, uh, wait a minute. Well, yeah. Mookie had a great weekend until that crash. He was pretty slated <laughs> to get up close to that top ten, if not in it. Mm-hmm. Well, he did beat Roxon. <laughs> <laughs> you know. But... Seven Deuce Deuce made the main. Seven Deuce Deuce. Deuce. really pissed me off because he took one of my fantasy guys out. <laughs> who did like, he take out? Uh, I don't remember who didn't make it on my team, but whoever he – what's it called? No, I'm not saying took Bogle. him out. Was Bogle, did you take Bogle? I, I probably did. did take Bogle. Then. Yeah. No, Bogle's yeah. hurt, isn't he? No, it was a hurt. It wasn't Bogle. It was oh, – I had Bogle and he I didn't remember, remember now. No, but, yeah, Bogle got hurt. Well, he fell, but, yeah, but I didn't didn't know he was hurt. I just thought it was uh, – Yeah, was so I don't yeah, – He's got, like, bruised lungs oh. or something. <laughs> feel bad yeah. for him. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't remember who it was. I wish he had done that in a week. I hadn't picked him. <laughs> Dean Wilson. I'm sure he's concerned about that. Dean Wilson, just out of the top ten. Uh, Blake Baggett's continuing to have a good year. He's getting better. Oh, God, here we go. What? What? Here we go, what? Blake Baggett again. Uh, that's, he's the man, I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's your man. <laughs> TJ's getting a little flushed over there. Hey, Purcell? I mean, look at that. 14th. Skip. 
Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, we got Jake Weimer in fifteenth. That guy's just a weird. You know. And uh, well, Porcel made the main this week. Wow. That's, he's so random. Dude, he was so, yeah. He was like fifth fastest in qualifying, wasn't he? Then he goes out and gets fifteenth. And they said he was pushing really hard during qualifying practice because he got bumped down to the, in the B, B practice. Yeah. He was pissed because Mookie was in the uh, A practice. <laughs> yeah. But, well, I don't know what to tell you. If you when you don't make two mains in a row, Kristoff, that's kind of what happens. You know, you get sent down with the privateers that don't also make the main. I can't help. I don't know what else to tell you about that. But you know, that's such a whatever. I um, I do, I do. I'm just not a fan. I'm sorry. I used to be, but just I don't like. I don't know. Like, and you can't really blame it on him being French because DV's cool. He don't right. act that way. You know. Yeah, there's just something about his personality that's off-putting. J and B back in the day didn't act that way. He was phenomenal. You know. I think Kristoff's just kind of a douche. I don't know. What else do you want me to say? I mean, that's right, just that's right. it. I don't. I wouldn't care if he heard it and got upset about it. What, what's he going to do? You know. But anyways, it's um, let's see. Ronnie Stewart made the main. Nick Schmidt, of course, he's always in. Tommy Hahn. That's about covers 450 class yep. guys. Yep. So it's. Um, I don't know. I hope. I it, regardless of what's happening, I hope the racing gets more exciting. Uh, without Kenny, it, do you think it will be more exciting? No. No. You don't think so? You're, you're basically, all three of y'all are saying that no one's going to ch- challenge Dungey. I don't think anybody else thinks Well, Mark's different. already said he's going to turn it off after the 250 main. It's, he posted that, so it's it's out. In- okay, so y'all y'all already have Dungey for the championship, but how ironic would it be if Dungey got hurt? Right. It, it, ironic, yes. It like, could happen. Very, is it very likely? No. But it could happen. You know, he did get hurt last year in outdoors. It's just. Well, I didn't think. Ken Roxon would break his arm in half either, but I wasn't surprised. And surprisingly, I wasn't surprised uh, when that happened. It was just one of those bummer things. I think if Roxon, I'm surprised it was that bad. If Dungey would have done that, yeah. then I would be. I would have been surprised. Right. Yeah. Right. I tell you what, me and Mark and my stepdad were watching that race live, and when he, as soon as he went down. Like we, all, we all, we we just knew. Like everybody knew that he was hurt. It just deflated and, the whole room. You know? Yeah, it's yeah. so like so bad, dude. I've <clears throat> I, I like the guy a lot, and I'm I'm rooting for him. But just seeing him go down like that just really sucks for the sport. I cried. Yeah, I got I got teary. <laughs> that I was emotional. Gonna <clears throat> I want to see Kenny get hurt. Just what do you guys think this whole? Okay, what does the future now hold for Ken Roxon after something like this? That's very well career ending. I mean, that that could ruin his career. Because I mean, I mean, seriously, not bringing back Blake Baggett, but he had a wrist injury that caused limited movement, mm-hmm. and we're what three years later, he's yeah. just now starting to get back to the top of the field. I mean, did yeah. no, you know what I'm saying? So, luckily, Kenny's is his left arm, though. That's a good point. Not yeah. not the throttle side. Yeah. He can he can adjust his clutch lever to to compensate there. Right. So, uh, but it's significant though, and we know that. How it, does he come back from this and? Is he the same guy when he comes back? That d- depends on his probably his mental attitude and just hopefully that there's no infections or you know any kind of physical things that follow it. Like maybe a ligaments tore up in his yeah. arm from that and the dislocation. Now I don't know anything about the difference between the, you know, like how bad that is, but from what I've read online and seen, the dislocations can be substantially bad yeah it depends on what 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 kind of nerve and ligament damage was caused through that and um that that's kind of what you're gonna have to wait and see because i bet they don't really know yet you know the swans are gonna have to go down 
he's gonna have to get. I'm sure he had to have some surgery and all that stuff. I don't. I really, I really don't know. I, is he back for outdoors? I kind of think he will be because all he really has to do is rehab now, and and somebody at Kenny's level financially can probably afford some pretty expensive work to speed the process right. up. Now, what does that what does that put him for outdoors? Will he be the same Kenny as last year? I don't think so. Right. But I could be wrong. I could 100% be wrong. All right. Yeah, well, that pretty much, like you said, covers the 450 class. We've got. I think we're everybody is sitting there with the with the whole idea that like maybe we need to see what's coming up. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where the 450 class is, I think. Well, it's and a- another thing before we get off the 450 is, is watch out for Weston Pike. He's he's coming in strong, man. That's Just what I like out. to hear, Phil. There you yeah. go. <laughs> watch out. Weston Pike fifth place. That was pretty good. Like, he's getting better every week. And Cooper made big strides. Now, right. it may not last, but I'd like to think that maybe a couple more races, he'll, you know, each, maybe he will be a top three challenger. Well, I did want to touch on this. I do think he is going to keep getting better from oh. here on out. I do. Uh, I mean, minus two guys being gone, that's still sixth place. That's still pretty good. Um, the, and if you guys – he's going to do better as the year goes. He's gonna, He might even win some races at the end of the year. It's not out of the realm of possibilities that that happens. I don't think that that – that fourth, or that fourth, technically sixth place or whatever. I think he sees it as a fourth. I think it's going to give him confidence. That's all that matters. Yeah, and yeah, that'll help out. So, well, good deal. Well, hey, Phil, we're going to let you go, man. Um, we got another phone. We got phone calls tonight, mate. You have to actually wait until it uploads to find out all the people we're talking to tonight and listen to the show. And I find that quite funny. Yeah, uh, that's what uh, you get for not being uh, here. Uh, not being here in the studio. Yeah, well, you know, I'm actually in Dallas. I wish I could be there. Phil, why are you in Dallas? I'm working. Doing what? Hookers and blow. Yeah, we're doing. We're working on this um, this church, this big million dollar church, going up into it into an attic. It's like fifty feet up in the air. It's pretty sketchy. Yeah, those those million dollar churches sure do a lot, don't they? Hey, when have you guys look up and see if Chippendales is in Dallas today? (laughs) (laughs) Phil, it's great hearing from you. We hopefully you, I'm sure there's a LaBear up there. He'll be over there at that deal hanging out tonight. You're going to be in studio next week, right? I will. I won't, I won't be in Dallas next week, so I'll be there. All right, man. See you then. See you. All right. See you later, later Phil. Factory Phil, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, before we get our uh, first caller on, we're going to do our sponsor reads. We're very thankful for our sponsors. So do you guys need an upgrade on your drivetrain? Get it in gear with PMP Sprockets with tons of colors for all makes and models available for dirt and street. Check them out at pmpsprockets.com and Facebook slash PMP Sprockets or call and talk to Kim at 972-429-6200 and tell Moto X Pod sent you. Also, we got shock socks on board. We love Shan Garcia and we all know how expensive motocross can be. Nobody likes a leaky fork seal. Shock Socks is the original and number one 10-second removable fork seal protector. Shock Socks keeps grit and grime out of your fork seals. Nobody needs that headache. We don't like changing fork seals. We just want to go ride. So go to ShockSocks.com and Facebook forward slash Shock Socks to pick up your color. Also available for street bikes. Street bikes, huh? Street bikes. Hey, TJ, was how, how's that working out there for you? How's that How's that going? How, what, what are you talking uh, about? The te- you know, text messages, I'm, I'm sure everybody I'm, can hear I'm it. I'm texting the oh, people we're calling. Vi- I thought that was uh, his vibrator. Yeah, I'm texting the people we're calling. Okay. Thank you very little. You, okay, I'm just, just, just checking. There you go. <laughs> just checking. Yeah, as a matter of fact, 
You hey, get, asked, get Scotty on the phone. You guys oh, asked yeah. if we, we did any riding this weekend, and I did not, but I did get my PMP sprocket on the bike mounted. It's about time. I saw that. Go. I saw that. Yeah. I was waiting on my chain to come in. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hello? Scotty Winterstrom. What's going on, guys? Hey, how are you? What's up? No, I'm doing all right. Yeah? You just got yeah. through, got through what, you training some people there at y'all's gym? Yes. Man, that that FDB had to be the best job ever because I would sit around and eat cookies while I tell somebody to do push-ups. No, I've done it before. Um, my birthday was last weekend, and when I got home, my wife had cupcakes made for me. Yeah. And I was eating them on Monday there and training go. people. I heard that. Well, Scotty, we called you. We're going to put put you in breaking down the 250 class since you were there. Maybe you can give us some insight on what you thought. Scotty, what did you think All about right, the track this weekend? Um. It was, I mean, it was awesome considering all the rain they got. Like, they did a good job covering it and, you know, making it a close to a normal track as they could. Uh, some of the transitions were a little rough. Yeah, we saw that's, that. <laughs> that. That's to be expected when they have the track covered and the the jumps and the tops of the berms are pretty dry and hard and the, all the water runs to the bottom, so. That's uh, that's pretty normal. That's kind of how it's been all the races this year. We haven't had a free practice all year. Oh, wow. So he's been delayed schedule, so. Wow. Well, I tell you what, this Justin Hill kid looks pretty good, guys. I think, uh, what do you, what do you, uh, what y'all's take on that? Hey, can you keep, can you keep it up? Can you keep going? I, I mean, it, it does, does history, what does history say? History says that he does win some races and then little, falls off. Little inconsistent. Yeah. What do you think, Scotty? uh definitely capable yeah but history says you know he's fast wins races and then you know has a couple so you're gonna have mistakes so it's hard to be dungy (laughs) yeah right yeah Yeah, absolutely absolutely. you're having to put your money that you win from the night on a rider to win who are you picking scotty uh in 250s like to win the championship like like the your championship winner who you who do you have probably uh mcelrath right now Really? I'm with you on that. Yeah. Is that like the consistent like belief in the pits, you think? Um, I don't know. I mean, no one really called him to win the first two races, but, I mean, for being in the first time he's been in like a winning position, he's doing pretty good. I mean, he's gone 1-1-3. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad at yeah. all. He definitely has his confidence. He's, like, gets pretty good starts, and he's not like, you know, he's pretty consistent, just in his riding, so. I'll tell you, I Seems got like he's got his, his head's on good. He kind of reminds me of a Aussie Barbary. He kind of a kind of a redneck kind of dude, but <laughs> you know he's not all South, you know Southern California bro guy. So and he deleted his Facebook and Instagram just to try to focus on this. I don't yeah. know if that's a good thing. That's or That's a redneck thing to do for that's sure. That's a redneck thing. Yeah. To do. yeah, that might be a little a little too much. I mean, maybe just not you know click on the Facebook. You know, still keep it for when you maybe you know want to use it or something that's a good point <laughs> right right maybe just maybe just not open it up you know what i mean well, tell I people a... like hey i'm not going to be on that stuff but <laughs> right. i'll let y'all know when i am definitely well, I, my, my theory about plessinger got shot the hell this weekend is i was like if he gets the start he's the fastest guy out there well he'll make quick work of him yeah because yeah, he did get the start and but yeah uh, the hill's fast too though yeah, well, yeah, no joke. No, that's for sure. Macarath did re- finish a respectable third, though, and I feel like if he, if he stays on the podium, he's got it. That's why I think he's going to be that guy this year. I really do. Yeah. So I don't think that his speed was like like the, on the other two's level, though. He started in fourth, and he got around. Well, I guess Fortner, 
who went went back one spot, but I just didn't see McElrath having the speed that if he gets a bad start that he's going to be able to cut through the pack like you when you had Hill or Plessinger coming through the pack. That's the only thing I'm worried about is, I mean, he's had good starts, but can he keep that up? He seems to be doing good so far, and he made some pretty good passes at A1 to take the lead, so I think he's got the ability. I think he just needs to be stay as steady as he's staying right now, and uh, if it's a fourth that night to take, try to get on the podium, but don't don't try to go over your head. And He's got to be smart. You know, he had to pass his way up a little bit at San Diego, I think. Yeah, I think yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, you're he right. did. He did for sure. I, I think he can do it. I just think Hill was just on fire. You Nobody was going to catch Justin Hill. I forget what the gap was at the end of the race, but, I mean, they weren't that close to him. Right. Know? Yeah, I don't have that stat here. Did, was Is it noticeable how much faster those top guys are on the track? Because we get to see on TV. We don't get to watch the other packs. Are the, I mean, is it one of those years where the 250 class is, like, there's a huge gap between the top guys? Or uh, right now, what do you think? Um... I guess normal, I would say. You know, there's like Martin, Davalos, uh, Plessinger, uh, Hill, Fortner, and uh, McElrath. You know, they seem to be kind of, you know, they're the front runners. Big but, class. I mean, I guess the, the gap is probably similar. Right. Speaking of Martin. I mean, I mean, like Martin's just had, like, going fast, but. 21st on the first lap, I think. Yeah, well. he was stuck with Nicoletti. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was entertaining. He's having and, some bad luck, yeah. that's for sure. I, I, I hate it. It's kind of the same song, same dances every year, you know. I hate that for him, but don't know, you know. Yeah, and Bowers seems to be having some issues. And yeah, what is he's that done. all about? What's the word? Yeah, what do you I think don't... with that? Uh, I'm not really sure. I know he started work, did some work with Gary Bailey this week because I talked to Gary at the writers' meeting. Right. Uh, we didn't talk about what they were working on, but they definitely were said they definitely worked on some stuff. So, well, if he but had... I, I don't know. You know, a lot of times, you know, I mean, working on stuff during the week ain't gonna make a difference in one weekend. You know, right. you gotta takes laps and weeks of implementing something new or different. You know, for sure, where you can really make a difference on race day because you got to do it so much that you could subconsciously ride. You know, you can't think about like, oh, is my foot in the right position or, you know, am I using the clutch too much or am I sitting down at the right time? Like that stuff, you got to be on autopilot for that because there's so much stuff going on in the race. Yeah, you can't be thinking about it right when you're trying to Yeah, you can't be like, sit down, you know, balls my feet, squeeze my legs. Like you have to just do that automatically when you get to the race. So just out of curiosity, Austin Fortner, is he as sketchy looking in person on the track as he is on TV? Because he has looked no. like on TV he is all over the place there, and especially the whoops and just, I don't know, maybe maybe it's just me, but it looks like he is like not. It's probably just you. It's probably just me. Yeah. I don't really know anything. No, I don't think so. Um, yeah. I mean, he's learning, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, I mean he got fourth. He's doing awesome for right. learning. <laughs> yeah. So, like at San Diego, he was struggling with the whoops. It looked like he was. Uh, it looked like his front end was too light when he would hit the first one or second or third whoop. So right. then it would kind of slap down hard. Or like it almost looked like he was maybe trying to lift it over the second whoop to the third one. Uh-huh. But he was lifting it too high, so it would impact and compress the forks too much versus just kind of just barely getting the front wheel to just tip the tops. Are, are those and whoops that's, really hard to learn like that? I mean, obviously we're a bunch of amateur riders here riding moto. We don't have to deal with supercross whoops. You don't seem to, from what I've seen watching during practice, stuff like that, you don't struggle with them. Is it something that you just know, or is it a technique? Or 
Yeah, technique and confidence. I mean, you got to kind of, you know, when you're going into the corner before, you got to be confident that you're going to hit them. But, you know, they're super, super uh, finicky on your technique. You know, if your technique's off, like, it will show in the whoops. Like, you can watch the 250C practice and watch the guys that are not – you know that they're the back end of the 250c practice you can watch them go through the whoops and their technique versus you know a roxon or a dungy and it's totally different and right you definitely I mean, have to they could be on roxon and dungy's bike and it ain't gonna be any really any better yeah. probably be worse because it's meant to be stiffer right. yeah <laughs> mentally you definitely have to commit you know i i'm an average amateur rider but one day out of michael gage's little supercross track I just felt good, and I just instead of going through his supercross whoops in third and bouncing through him, I hit him wide open fourth gear, and blitz right across the top. And like, nothing. but it's yeah. scary, scary, scary. But it, if you have that confidence and you look ahead at the end, it, it's not. It'll work. It just no, yeah. You just have to have that confidence, like you say, and you have to know that I'm going to go into these things Mock hard ten. and <laughs> and not back out. You know. And wow, you got the guys like you, Scotty, and it just it blows me away because you know I, I just don't understand how you guys go so fast. Right. Yeah, people get pretty sketched out if they watch me hit my whoops at my house because they'll like see like a video on Facebook or Instagram me hitting them and they don't look that big and then they like walk them and they're like, nope. Yep. <laughs> and it's like totally different. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's I'm impressed though with what you do, man, and just. Uh, I'm honored that you're uh, one of our local guys and still doing this and making a show of it. It's pretty great. We, we definitely love seeing you out there. We appreciate your time on top of that. Yeah. Thank you for, for allowing us to bug the crap out of you. Yeah, we really do. Yeah, it, I know. it makes us feel awesome to, to know somebody <laughs> at the races every weekend. You know, we're just, no we're problem. just riding on your coattails. But, Scotty, thank you for checking in with us. So, you, your weekend 42nd, well, what, I mean, did you have some trouble because of the, the limited practice? Is that what's hurting you, you think? No, I, um, uh, my third lap, so we didn't have free practice, so right. we just started with our first qualifying practice. Uh, the be- very beginning of my third lap, the first rhythm after the start, we right. were, like there's like three little bumps and then you go triple double. Uh huh. Well, I, uh, I went triple double the second lap. No problem. No big deal. Come around the third lap, triple in, or I hit the little bumps and then triple and either another rider or something bumped the tough block out into the track and a track worker hadn't got to it yet and it was right in like the the low area between the third and fourth jump so i didn't see it till i was in the air and i nowhere to go i clipped the tough block i don't crash i almost endo when i hit it because it stops me (laughs) but another reason it stopped me is because it bent my brake pedal backwards and around my foot peg wow see i missed practice today i was announcing this weekend at um village creek for the winter series uh-huh. i didn't get to watch the practice did you get to get back on the track after that not not for that practice oh. so i made i made two laps of the first practice and i i got back on the track but i couldn't like do a lap right so i had i had to gimp back around to the mechanics area because my brake was stuck on like my, it wasn't locked up i could still ride but it was like i was like dragging it yeah so i was like you know half throttle to go like you know two miles an hour so, i was dragging okay. So I get back to the mechanics area, and I show him mechanic. He holds my bike, you know, leans it over, and, does the and I kick. kick it. I kick it straight with my boot. It t- took me a minute because it was pretty wrapped around. So by the time I got back on the track, you know, I finished that lap, and it was checkered flag. Yeah. And then, uh, 
you know, they, we were super late schedule this weekend. Right. Like we didn't do track walk till one. So that, and we had the KTM uh, Junior 50 guys racing. Right. So practicing in racing. And uh, so they didn't really, they didn't get to, they didn't prep the tracks like they normally would. So, so the most people. Was slower. Yeah, most people went with their lap times of the first one, and I missed it by two tenths. Like, yeah. I still had to kind of learn that. the rest of the track. Like, where, where Roxon crashed, I hadn't tripled that yet. And I uh, had to learn the track, and I had two laps that got messed up because a Red Cross flag was out, and I had to roll the section. So, yeah, just wrong place, wrong time with that tough block. That kind of just started my day off bad. I mean, I, I missed the, the better track, and... Well, next I was week, trying right? to learn a rougher track. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, I'm super close for considering, Heck but yeah. you know that doesn't get me behind the gate. So here All we right. go. I'm, I'm, I'm glad I didn't. Well, we're gonna glad check in with you. We're gonna check in with you next week after you make your first main, right, Glendale? Yeah, sounds good. That's uh, sounds good. <laughs> yeah, Hi, Scotty. It, hey, Scotty. Good luck. We're gonna man. get free practice for sure. There's a roof there. That's right. right. That's awesome. right. Awesome. All right, man. We'll holler at you next week, Scotty. Alrighty. Thank you guys. Thank, thank you. All right, Mr. Smith. Would you please connect us with our next guest? I sure will. Man, the Scotty's so close. Such a privateer like that, traveling yeah. all the way out there, dealing with bikes yeah. and mechanics to basically get a practice and a half. I mean, if really and truly, if that's all he did and it was that close, you know what I'm saying? That that pretty says a lot. Yeah. That's yeah, pretty good. All righty. Coming up next on the show, guys, if you're from the local area, you know Jason Langford. So we're going to give him a call and see what he's up to. Langford, what's up? What are you doing? I'm just relaxing from working. Just relaxing. <laughs> I hear you. Y'all have a rough day. No, every day's rough up here. <laughs> every day's rough. <laughs> Jason Langford, guys, brought to you by PMP Sprockets. Man, tell us about your uh, tell us about your weekend. How'd it go? Uh, it went better for sure. The first yeah. two weekends have been pretty horrible. Yeah. Um, so, but, so if y'all know, guys, Jason's racing the Arena Cross Series, Amzol Arena Cross Series. Sorry, go ahead, Jason. And, and Mark's not going to introduce his co My, my bad, my bad. Come <laughs> on, Mark, what right. the heck? Got Jamie Guida in the house. What's up, Jason? And then I got my producer, TJ Smith. Hey, man, nice to hear from you, uh, Jason. Yeah, nice to be talking with you guys. There you go, there you go. All right, so back at it. Tell us about your weekend. It uh, went pretty good. Qualifying was better. Qualified, I think, 26th. And, uh, which got me in, you gotta be top 30 in arena cross and everybody's so close together. It's like within a second, second and a half with 60, 70 guys. So you gotta be going good to get in. Wow. How many people do they have in those qualifying practices? Um, let me think, I think nine, nine or 10. Okay. So it's not ridiculously packed. I was just thinking about like, like. 15 or 20 guys out there trying to get a fast lap in. Oh, no, no. But it is, I mean, sometimes they'll, uh, if you, like, my first two rounds, I wasn't in a good practice because I've been racing forever. So they, I don't know, if a guy goes down, you'll run five laps with a caution flag and not get to jump a few rhythms. So, like, you lose time there versus, I don't know, the top guys they don't have to deal with that stuff so much right yeah it's like 20 or 20 second lap times isn't it something similar to that it's a pretty short track yeah around 22 to 24 seconds oh wow wow yeah so, are you doing are you doing like the 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 light series or, or which class are you are you running both i'm doing 
Yeah, I'm doing both, uh, Premiere and Lights. Oh, awesome, awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah, you've been off. You've been away from racing for about five years, so I feel like just it's going to keep getting better every week. It sounds like. Yeah, January seventh, the first round. That was five years for me being on the gate. So. Wow. I mean. Wow. Jason raced had... Supercross prior to this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would forget to ride a bicycle. How to ride a bicycle <laughs> in five years, let alone <laughs> hit a set of whoops. Yeah, he's been uh, he's been working construction ever since. And that, that stuff, hey, it keeps him in shape, I bet. So where are yeah, you, where are you practicing here? Like where are you? I mean, there's no way that you're just going to show up after five years and blitz a set of arena cross whoops. Are you training around here somewhere? Yeah, I don't know if you guys know Parker Fleming at all. He's a local pro. Mm-hmm. Um, he rides on the same team I'm riding on, and uh, he had arena cross track at his house, and after we made a deal i went out there and rebuilt the arena cross track and uh we've just been pounding laps there for the last uh, four months probably so yeah he's north of dallas area isn't he yeah he's uh what would that be um out near greenville right okay yeah yeah Yeah. so did you move out near there somewhere you just moved didn't you Uh, i haven't moved yet i'm in the process i'm in the process of moving this week that's no fun no it's not full-time Working full time racing, yeah, and full time going to the gym, yeah, it's hard, it's hard. <laughs> where, where, where are y'all moving to? Uh, down there near Tyler. Oh wow, where, where at? Uh, I haven't found a place yet, so we're just staying in our motorhome right now. Oh, cool. Okay. So, I'm trying to find a piece of property that I like and can build a track and everything. So, well, do, do it in Chandler, right down the road from me. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, I'll help you keep the track maintained. I got a little track here; you can ride mine too. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I've actually looked at a few pieces of property in Chandler. Oh, oh heck cool. yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, for, for you guys that don't know, Jason does dirt work too. So when he talks about building stuff, he actually can really do it. That's you right. Really, you say that I'm not, not like knocking TJ. Hey, you leave my little track alone. No, you do a good job out here, man. TJ says says that'd be awesome. Like Jason's gonna let him come ride. Well, maybe maybe he'll let Doc come ride. Doc's fast enough to ride with him. Yeah, yeah. But well, cool, man. Well, tell us, hey, what kind of gear is that you're wearing, bro? It's Defiance. They do. Yeah, they do custom gear, and Joplin Racing, the team I'm riding for, they have a uh, they design their gear for them. I think we have three sets. Okay, so yeah, so that's that's custom stuff then. Yeah, it's all custom stuff. Good deal. Well, who, who all are your sponsors? Go ahead, we'll give them a plug on the show. Um, it'd be Mika Metals, Joplin Private Investigation, uh, Langford Sons Construction, Serbies. Oh man, Speed Graphics, Mick, he helps us a lot. Cool. And um, I can't forget Un, uh, all them guys, Big Dan and Chip, they help us out so much with motor. And uh, Big Dan does suspension now, which race tech, uh, so he does all of our stuff. Oh sweet, and sweet. We have a few other guys. I don't know. I'm pretty rusty on all that. Um, <laughs> but you... they're more through like the team. They're not necessarily my sponsors. They sponsor the team. So. Right. Right. Well, you uh, you liking that husky? Oh yeah, I love it. Hey, you definitely, look, you look good on it, man. Yeah, I feel good. Um, I'm just happy to be back riding. I'll ride anything. I don't care what it is. Right, right. What kept you away for so long? Um, injuries, a lot of injuries, and I don't know. The last one, Mark was with me. The last one, actually, yeah. at Johnsonville. Yeah, I had, to that, take, I had to take him to the hospital. It was a pretty pretty crazy it was a compact dislocation so instead of his shoulder coming out it got pushed in 
It was the weirdest oh, looking thing I've ever oh, seen. That has to be horrible. No, Where on the see. track did that happen? The roller section. Oh wow. Yeah. Well, that's because uh, somebody didn't take a sight lap, and uh, so wait, you did that on your just, first lap? Yep. Yeah, that was my first lap. <laughs> <laughs> that's a rookie mistake. I was getting on my pulling my bike off the stand to crank it, and I just hear bah! the panic rev, and I was just like, "Oh crap!" And he was the only guy on the track at this yeah. point, so I knew it was him. You know? <laughs> How many times have you told like? Like beginner riders or younger kids going, hey, make sure you take a sight lap. How many times have you done that, Jason? No, uh, I mean, I tell everyone to do that, but <laughs> myself, <Jackson done laughs> back in the day, I was kind of, I don't know, didn't use my head have that you, much. And You had ridden there before, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, I'd ridden there okay. quite a bit. I yeah. got you. But yeah. I had just got off from being off two years. Oh, and <laughs> So the question, the answer to that was no, you hadn't <laughs> ridden that section enough to know it. Yeah. Then, yeah. six weeks later, with that shoulder, tries to go qualify for Hangtown. Dude's gnarly. Yeah. Not scared, you know. Yeah, and think, that did not work. Yeah, but say, that probably held you back a little bit. Yeah, definitely. I mean, for – I couldn't even pick up my arm, like, trying to go qualify. So – it was definitely not something I should have done, but I don't know. I used to rush things and We're hard not use my head so much. Yeah, right. Not moto guys being hard-headed. That's right. not possible. Yeah, never. I felt bad. Not at all. Dude, I felt bad for him on the way to the hospital. He, uh, If we hit the slightest bump, I would. Just, he would just scream. And I can imagine. I, I went through it riding with, you know, my, breaking my leg last year. It was the same thing. The slightest little bump in the road, and yeah. it just shrieks pain through you. Yep. And I can't imagine how bad that shoulder had to have hurt. I never, yeah. I didn't even know that was possible that you could push your shoulder. His clavicle in. was sticking out further than his shoulder was. Oh my god! It was out gnarly. Yeah, it was actually stuck in between my ribs, my humerus. When it dislocated, it actually stuck in. Was that a surgery to fix that? No, they. There should have been surgery, but. <laughs> they, Hold. I bite onto this while we jerk. Kind of one of no, those deals. Mark took a. Time. Yeah, no, they actually they told me we we walked in there. Mark and all of us sitting there. They're like, okay, so we need to see what's wrong. And I'm like, I know what's wrong. My shoulder is messed up. I don't need to sit here and talk to you guys. Get me in the back and fix it, please. Yeah, he wasn't having no part of that bull crap. He was in there no. giving it to me. I him. mean, we just drove, what, an hour and a half from Johnsonville to Tyler, and oh, it's wow. out the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. And the so, longer it's out, the worse. I know that's The longer that's it's true. out, the worse it is. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I think it ended up being out maybe two and a half, three hours. So did they Woo! just pull it back into place? I don't know exactly what they did. They put me to sleep. <laughs> before they put me to sleep, oh, the that's... doctor told me he's never seen anything like it before, and I'm like, well, that's, that's great to know. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah. That had Mark in there with some ratchet straps. <laughs> that's that's probably. Like ratchet straps to a tree. Yeah, that's right. That's what uh, Jamie was saying. No, yeah. Um, but, uh, oh, man, that was gnarly. I forgot. I can yeah, forget that set that. me back a long time. Now yeah. I went to see a doctor in uh, Tyler, and he was like, yeah, you don't need surgery. Uh, just a few months off and it should heal. Well, that never worked. And six months later, I flew out to California to get a checkup because I still didn't really, I wasn't able to move my arm really. I couldn't pick it up, uh, nothing like that. And the doctor told me I should have had surgery a long time ago, but it was already pretty much too late because everything was starting to heal. Right. So pretty much I could have surgery and he said it'd take about a year or I could wait another four or five months and hopefully it'd be, I don't know. Good to go. Right. Well, how so, is it now? Um, I would say it's about 60%. It, wow. I think it's as good as it'll ever get. So you did not have the surgery in the end? 
No, I didn't have the surgery. Yeah. Sometimes surgeries don't really fix a show. Right. Yeah. Especially if it's yeah. been so long. Yeah. Well, if you do move down here, we've got a doctor here that we use to fix my knee, my son's knee, my other son's shoulder. Um, so yeah, he put you in the right direction. Dr. Confetti has done a great job for all that. He's really good he's at He's in the same orthopedic. office as the guy that did my leg. Yeah, and they're both good yeah. doctors. So. Uh, I'm sure you someday. Need that. You won't ever need that. Yeah, let's, not, let's just not get I hope it. not. Yeah, I'm sure someday though I'm gonna have to. I mean, I can't pick up a gas can with it or pull ups or push ups still, and, and it's been I don't know I, four years. I feel like such a puss because there's no way I could qualify for an arena cross, let alone being healthy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that. But that pretty much uh, you know gives you perspective on where we're at. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So. Well, that's yep. cool, man. Well, tell how did you get started racing dirt bikes? For those of us, who, those who don't know Jason Langford, there's a lot of people around here that do. Who doesn't? How did you get started racing? Um, well, actually, well, my dad was past champion. He raced and all that, but I never knew until I was probably ten, and uh, I went up in our attic when we lived in Dallas. I don't know what I was doing up there, but I was digging around for some stuff, and I seen it was full of trophies and magazines and all this stuff and i looked at one of the magazines it was my dad on the cover and i was like what is this and right. i remember i took it downstairs and asked my mom i'm like this is my dad what i mean what is this she's and she told me uh i had to wait till my dad got home to ask him so <laughs> <laughs> he uh he's still for about i don't know six months he wouldn't even let me get a motorcycle and finally he got me a a DS80 had a headlight on it and everything. <laughs> I know, I know. I have like amateur championships, and I rub them in my kids' face all the time. Your dad's a much better man than me because if I had a, a an actual national championship, yeah. like I mean, yeah, his I, dad was the arena cross champion. That's what year. I'm saying, arena cross champion. I think I would be going to sleep with that champion. There'd be a lighted sign in my front yard. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you've ever met Big J, I don't. Uh, you'd understand. He he he's he's all business. He ain't worried about it. So. Yeah, definitely. So what and, happened after that? Um, he actually took me down to Swan, and it, they weren't even having a race; they were having a mountain bike race. Oh wow! And uh, I got to meet Trey and everything, which I knew him, but I didn't—I never knew he owned a track. He just used to come up to our house in Dallas, and that's all I knew him by. I didn't know he owned a motorcycle track. So we went down there, and I'm like, "Oh, Dad, I want to—I want to ride this track." Well, I don't know. A few months later, he—he t- he took me down there. Uh, me and one of my buddies and we got to ride practice and everything and uh it was i don't know it was i loved it but my only problem was is i couldn't make it up all the jumps on that ds80 (laughs) so my dad felt bad and uh christmas was like i don't know a few months later and he got me a 65 and i don't know we started racing from there what year was that that would be 2002 i think okay and it didn't take long for you to get kicking i don't think did it no, uh, he actually, he wouldn't let me ride motocross at first. He, I started in the TCCRA back when it was huge. Right. And, I uh, that. I did that. I rode a year amateur or I didn't ride a year. I rode six races amateur. And then the next year I rode expert and, uh, won the championship. And I think I went ahead to win two more maybe in cross country. And then finally talked him into letting me ride motocross, uh, and I think my first race actually was the last GNC national at, oh, uh, what was that track? Mojo Valley. Yeah. 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 Now, was your dad worried about injury? Is that why he didn't really want you in motocross? 
Yeah, because his, I think it was the end of 91 after he won the Ring Cross Championship. He was riding outdoor, and they did the parade lap, came back, and he pulled the whole shot. Well, one of the guys water in the first turn overwatered it, and he slid out and got hit in the back, and it just bent his head all the way back to his feet. Mm. Um, so I think it was more injuries that he didn't want me to uh, ride. Sure. Because he went ahead the next year in 92 and rode the whole series, and he'd lay in bed Monday through Friday or Monday through Thursday and go to a doctor and get cortisone shot and race that weekend. Wow. wow. That's pretty so gnarly. Yeah, he's gnarly. I think dude. he just didn't want me to go through that path and right. have to deal with what he dealt with. What, what was like the, like the top level you made it as an amateur? Um... Like, I, was, I mean, Loretta's? I top five every national. Yeah. So you you made it to Loretta's and. Oh yeah, I yeah. went to Loretta's every year. Yeah. And, and you um, top five at Loretta's? No, I didn't top five Loretta's. I top five Ponca and Whitney, Oak Hill, Florida. I oh, always man. had bad luck at Loretta's. I oh, think yeah. my best overall at Loretta's was eight. What's your, what was your best best moto? Do you remember? Um. Well, I would have had a second in 2009, and blew a motor up with two laps to go. 2009 would have been who would have been there that's racing now as far as uh, michael lieb um i think lance vincent yeah. and then like dean wilson them they were in the a class that year that's right yeah okay wow yeah. man that, that's really good no yeah jay's fast <laughs> i didn't go, know man. about i didn't know how far you had gotten with your amateur stuff i do remember you you probably don't remember i worked parts at broadway power sports here in tyler and just keeping up with some of the local guys but Right. Yeah, that was. You'd probably remember TJ if you saw him for sure. Yeah. I do, I do. Yeah, I was looking at the uh, some of your uh, a podcast picture you put on your Instagram earlier. That's right. Uh, the, I'm the good looking on one. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> it's only because I'm not in the picture. I don't think. Right, right. Oh, okay. Yeah. And your hair—that's what it is. Your hair would, would push me out. There <laughs> right, you go. Right. Fabio hair. <laughs> well, that's cool, man. How's married life treating you? Uh, it's good. It's good. It's uh, I don't know. It's helped me a lot. I guess grow up. She actually didn't want me to get back racing, but I don't know. She knows. I don't know. I kind of finished on a note that I didn't want to finish on, and it's been driving me crazy the last five years, and I'm finally healthy, and I don't know. We made a decision to uh, give it a try this year and see how it goes. Well, I can understand that, and, and hey, if you get, give it a good shot this year, and regardless, at least you know you did it, right? Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, I would, hopefully I'd like to do good. Uh, if I do good, you know, the end of the year, I didn't have high expectations just cause I've been out for so long, but, um, I feel like I'm progressing every weekend. So I would like to get up in the top five before the season's over. And I mean, if I do, I more than likely I'll race again next year. So how are you getting um, to and from the races and mechanic and all that kind of stuff? How's that working? Um, actually Joplin racing, Jay oh, Joplin, yeah. his family. I know the Joplins, yeah. yeah. They're really good people. Yeah, they're awesome people. He actually, um, I don't know, six months ago, I was out riding at Badlands, and he approached me. He actually approached me two years ago, but I was not really wanting to get back racing. I was, but I wasn't right. really, I don't know, I had other things going on. Just got married and working all the time, and I was just too busy. It wasn't in the cards then. And uh, about six months ago, he asked me again and went home, talked it over with the wife, and I don't know, about a month later, we ended up making a deal, and uh, the two I'm riding for, and he takes all our stuff to every round and everything. 
Well, that is awesome. Yeah, they are good people. They carry a lot of people and really support the local guys, and they they're a good family to be associated with. Yeah. So Jason, definitely, definitely. guys, Jason's still working a full time job while doing this too. He's helping run the run his run the family business, and uh, you guys do you specialize in dirt work, things like that, correct? Yeah, like big subdivisions and apartment complexes. We do the dirt work and uh, the utilities. Um, we do small asphalt and small concrete, but mostly like mass excavation. So you're doing like the suck part of construction work. Yeah. The <laughs> yeah. hot, dusty, dirty part. Jason, of... Jason's not. He's on the equipment. He's got guys with shovels that are doing the suck part. That's right. Sure. He's he's in the air-conditioned cab of a dozer. <laughs> that's, that's probably true. Uh, no, I think he does everything. You told me you were driving the halt truck the other day, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm mostly in a truck now because we've, we've actually grown a lot in the last, I don't know, year or two years. So, uh, and we have jobs. I don't know. We went from two people to about 20 within – I don't know, a year and a half, so we're doing pretty good, and we're busy. So I'm in a truck most of the time driving around to jobs. Um, the last two weeks, I've actually been in a machine because we're so spread thin and busy that I have to. got to do what you got to do. That's yeah, right. So, that's, that's how it um, goes, man. Yeah. That's how it goes. That's cool, dude. Um, family still doing okay? Everybody doing good? Oh, yeah, doing good. Uh, yeah, my mom actually got sick probably three months ago. She got pneumonia. Oh, and uh, she was in the hospital, I think, for 14 days, actually. Oh, that's no good. Yeah, that's but no she's good. doing good now. Other than that, everything's going good. Just busy, working a lot. So Pops was cool about you going back racing? No, uh, no, not no. really. I, can, I, can, no. I, I probably could have answered <laughs> yeah. that just from the history he's told me about his dad hiding his trophies in the attic. Yeah. I'm going to say probably not. He supports yeah. you, though, right? He, uh, he supports me. He actually paid for my bikes, so I was go. really surprised that's- on that. Um, but yeah, he does not like it at all. I think he just doesn't like the whole fact of, I don't know, the money deal and racing is not what it should be. No, it isn't. You got a point I there. I agree with that. Yeah. Everybody's out there taking risk and I mean, fans are there to see us and we're not even making enough money to get to the next race. Uh, so I think that's his biggest problem. What is, the, then, what is the payout for making the night show at the arena cross? Uh, making the night show, nothing. Making the main event, I'm wanting to say it's, in the lights class, it's only like 80 bucks, I think, to get last. <laughs> Wait, did you say nothing to make the night show? Yeah, they don't pay. It's yeah, not like nothing to make the night show. Do you at least get your sign-in feedback? No. Uh, no, nothing. Wow. No. Nothing. And, and in the in the premiere class, nothing? Uh, no, no. Just to make the night show, you don't get anything. If you make the main event, that's where you start getting paid. It's not like Supercross. Supercross, top 40, you get make money. Yeah. 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 Do you have any plans on maybe going back and trying Supercross? Or you just want to see how this goes this year? Um, I definitely would like to. There's talk about running Dallas if things go good the next two weeks. That would be awesome. Um, yeah. I don't want to rush it yet just because it's been so long, but um, I feel like I'm progressing quite a bit. Would your so, arm and your shoulder and all that, that all that stuff hold up for a full like, you know, the longer laps and the longer races of the Supercross? Yeah, I think so. I wear shoulder braces. Like, uh, I mean, my shoulders are not good. Last night, I was putting a leash on the dog and popped my shoulder out. So, it doesn't take much to uh, wow do that with mine. So maybe you should put I your think, brace uh, on when you get up in the morning. Either that, or you got a really big dog. That's right. 
<laughs> uh, yeah, right. my wife was making fun of me because I'm getting old. I'll be 25 Friday, so. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't, don't want to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. We don't yeah. want to hear that. I'm 41. Yeah, I'll be 38, man. <laughs> We're all right around that 40 that. mark, so I don't want to hear this. You're my wife, say. You're my but, wife. So she's a little older than you, though, so she, I get the same crap from her. <laughs> but, uh, I, I rode at TJ's two weeks ago, and I'm still sore. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, I wasn't planning on going to Dallas this year, but if you try to race, I will definitely go. Yeah. Well, definitely, that's good. Uh, um, got to be yeah. there to support you. Yep. You know? I'll definitely be there. I got my, my passes today. There you go. There you go. I'll be there regardless. Um, if I make the mains the next two weeks and I feel good, then I'll be at Dallas for sure. Well, that would be awesome. I'd hope we yeah. have some more local boys to, to cheer for. Yeah, I think John Short, who we're calling next, we should be there. That should be his first race for that's East, right. East, East Coast, correct? For the Dallas? East Coast, yep. yeah. Yep. So, John Short, I don't know if you know John, but – He'll be there. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. just got I the think... phone with Scotty Winnerstrom before you. Obviously, he'll be there. I've been giving – I forgot to say, I'm trying to get to let him be – let me be his mechanic. He said he had somebody. i got to find out who that is so I can go take him out. So he was, <laughs> so he needs somebody. on the floor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You going to do any uh, money races, nationals, anything this summer, or you just going to chill? Um, I'd like to do a few nationals. Yeah, I'd like to do all of them, but – I gotta pay bills, so right. Um, definitely do the pro challenge. Yeah, I will definitely be at pro challenge this year. Cool. Yeah. Um, I was going to last year, but I broke a bone in my foot, and then that's right. I forgot about. That. I cracked my tib, so I wasn't able to do that. Well, I, I can't understand why your dad doesn't want you to do this. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine. <laughs> I can't imagine. Yeah, I had a history of getting hurt quite a bit. Uh, it kind of happens. It kind of goes with the territory, especially if you're fast, like. It, it, it does. Some going. people get lucky, but I don't know. It's just when it's going to happen, riding a motorcycle. Boy, Roxon didn't get lucky last weekend, did he? No, he didn't. That's a bummer. He was on – man, he's on fire right now. I was bummed for him. Yep. That's now it's – I don't know. Now Dungy's probably going to run away with the title, more than likely. Well, we, we were saying that, and Marvin's really close in points with him right now. If that guy could catch a gear, which I don't see him beating Ryan, but he's only – He might beat him. I just – I don't see anyone staying as consistent as Dungey. I mean, his worst days, he's still on the podium. Yep. yep. So when you can do that, that's what a champion is. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, Jason, we appreciate you coming on, bud. It's good talking to you, and uh, we'll like we'll check in with you periodically if that's cool to see how you how you're doing. Okay. Yeah. Sounds hey, good. And can, I appreciate y'all having me on. You can uh, come anytime. on, support your sponsors, and um, give us some updates on what's going on with the arena cross because. We're always a week behind because of the TV schedule. Yeah. Right, right. I know. That's a bummer. Yeah. Well, I, I feel like they'll catch that up at some point, but. I think so. It's getting a lot bigger. I was surprised going to it and seeing how many riders and stuff. I mean, 70, 80 riders, both classes. So. Oh, wow. That's a that's big a... turnout compared to what it was two years ago. That track just has to get right. hammered, doesn't it? What was that? That track just gets hammered. Oh, it does. It gets brutal. The first two rounds were, man, the second round was really brutal. It was bad. You can't really tell on TV, but you don't have a run at anything, right? Like the no. catapult jump, you don't have any any run at it. It's, no, uh, not at all. And the second round, where was that? Cincinnati? Yeah. I think that was the second round. Or, I don't remember the second round, but in practice, you'd maybe hit the finish line two out of five laps. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. It Too was like, the track was there. like a marshmallow. It was crazy. Oh, because of the, because it was just soft because of rain there or something like yeah, that? Yeah, it was so soft and cold. And I guess the dirt being frozen and then thawing out, oh, it no. was so wet. I didn't think yeah. about that. Yeah. 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 
Well, the, yeah, they're indoors. It ain't like it rained in there, TJ. Well, I mean, the dirt outside. The dirt's outside. They bring the dirt in that's been rained on, jackass. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, Jason, we're going to let you go, man. We really appreciate your time, and I'll uh, I'll be in touch. Okay, sounds hey, good. Thanks, guys. Before you get off, you want to holler any sponsors you got? Give a shout-out? Uh, mostly just like thank my mom and dad, my wife, and uh, the whole Joplin family for making it to where I could get back out there and live the dream. All right, man. Yeah. We'll, we'll holler at you really shortly, hopefully. Talk to you soon, okay. buddy. See you. Jason Langford Jr., guys. Man, I'm glad to see that guy back racing. We've been friends for several years now, and, you know, he's, he's there's a lot of talent there I hated to see not be on the track. So, this guy can really ride a motorcycle and look for good things from him. Yeah, that was cool, man. I'd, uh, I'll definitely be looking for him at Dallas. No, Absolutely absolutely well cool cool we got a few more minutes we're gonna have mr john short on and uh right now i think we'll just take uh take some time to uh give some people some love we need to do so all right so yeah we go just once again we want to uh thank pmp sprockets for being supportive of us and um you can find them at pmpsprockets.com if you need any they uh they make really awesome rear sprockets they also have front sprockets chains all those goodies they're a uh, north central texas company dallas area um, you can call Kim at 972-429-6200. And once again, Shock Socks. Uh, Shan Garcia, he's been a friend of mine for a long time. He hooks us up. Got a great product. Saves your fork seals. A lot of wear and tear. Shocksocks.com. Facebook forward slash Socks Socks. Or you can find them at Tucker Rocky. What, one of these shows, we're going to call him. Just cold call yeah, Shand and just see what he's doing. You know, I talked to him this weekend. He was out there shooting for a berm. Yep. And um, didn't get the he didn't he didn't get a chance to come up in the announcers booth. But we are texting back and forth a little bit. He was out there setting up shock socks, supporting the local riders. I mean, just just a hardcore love yep. moto kind of guy. He got the tra- chance to travel. I'd like to hear about his story about traveling up to New I mean to um California and oh, yeah. and riding all these tracks and stuff like this as he did in the summer if, last year. It was If awesome. he's not eating Mexican food or drinking beer, he'll probably answer. He, he maybe answer either he, one of he those. Might. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, y'all are making me hungry now. I was thinking maybe we could we prank call Phil, just actually call him and hang up on him. And then get him confused and call him again and then hang up on him just to screw with him. <laughs> but then he'd call back. And the problem well, is... Well, we hang up on him, answer, and hang up on him again. We're yeah. using my phone, so then he'd call me. I don't want that history on my phone. Oh, All right, are we ready to call John? Yeah, right. he's ready. Hello? John Short. What's up, brother? Man, not a whole lot. Just uh, sitting here cooking some dinner. What are you guys up to? Uh, we're just talking a little Anaheim 2, talking a little arena cross with Jason Langford. Uh, just kind of wanted to see how you were doing, how your training's going. What you cooking on, man? Oh, some salmon. Salmon and asparagus and potatoes. I like it. He says salmon the correct way. My wife has to say salmon. We have many arguments <laughs> about this. There you go. So. Yeah, no no comment on that. No, the uh, tra- tra- training's going training's going great. Just just like I hoped it hoped it would. Uh, I've had a, a few good months leading up to this point. So, um, I, I hope all my hard work's going to pay off. Now you're coming fir- into you're, Minneapolis. You're Oh, okay, yeah, Minneapolis. All right, so you're doing East Coast. Yes, sir. I, I'm actually I'm gonna race Dallas in 450 to kind of shake off the cobwebs, you know, and uh, right. make sure I'm ready to rock and roll for the next weekend. But 
that's the main goal is Minneapolis. Awesome. I'm looking forward to seeing the Dallas then. Cool. Cool deal. Um, so you're national number 88 this year, correct? Yes, sir. That's all. Awesome. You don't have to call me sir, man. Come on. I mean, I know I'm <laughs> old, but he geez. is old. He's old. Jeez. And ugly. You make you hurt my feelings a little bit, John. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Are, are you up in Oklahoma training? Uh, I I kind of go a little bit everywhere. I, I ride at the compound 77 and uh, a little bit when when Jimmy was back back in Texas or Oklahoma, I'd I'd ride up there with them at trays a little. And uh, I've got a place my house. I've been riding at Teddy Parks, just kind of kind of wherever I can find a good track, you know, Oak Hill. Okay. Like, everywhere. Are you focusing like strictly on Supercross? You're not riding any like local moto stuff to put money in your pocket or anything right now? No, uh, I'm pretty much 100% Supercross. I don't even have a set of outdoor suspension. So um, I got one stock 450. I've been riding outdoors on it once a week just to kind of keep a little uh, moto, you know, so it's not new when I get back to riding motocross. But I've been spending three or four days a week on the Supercross track or oh, wow. an indoor track. So. Have you uh, uh, really putting some effort into it? You know, there's a uh, arena cross race in Mesquite this weekend. Come down, steal I, some money. Yeah, I'll be there. Oh, well, all right. Well, I'm going to be there. I'll We're doing a. Uh, I'll be there Saturday. We're doing a little benefit for a kid that got paralyzed a few weeks ago at one of those. So I'll see you oh, Saturday. Then I'll be there. Awesome. I have somebody to cheer for now. I hear that that track, that Mesquite track, they always make it kind of sketchy. Like yeah, they're. <laughs> <laughs> those little those those are normally pretty sketchy. Yeah, there's someone always ends up in a fence or a wall. Or something. <laughs> I think Brandon Glenn like like destroyed his legs both of them one time out there. Just yeah, I've I've, I've heard quite a few times that that track can wind up, especially on the pros. They try to build it up for y'all, and maybe the guys who's building it aren't like the most savvy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's there's always some fighting too. Someone in the pro class is always getting into a fight with someone else. So, well, that's what the, the fans the fans come to see. That. Well, yeah, yeah I, I'm ready to see that. Now, I've been saying yeah. we had that last weekend too. That's right, and, yeah. but I doubt that they get um, like disqualified yeah, yeah. at the arena cross. Well, I doubt somebody's mechanic punks them out too. But whatever, <laughs> you, you get know. extra points for a knockout. Yeah, yeah. right. Well, I've been thrown into the wall in that arena too, but not off a motorcycle, <laughs> off a large farm animal. So that place, it's kind of what happens in there. Well, John, I've known you for a couple of years, but I don't really know a lot about your history. How did you get started in motocross? Well, I, I got started in uh, probably around 2009. I was about 13, 14. Uh, before that, I just raced like uh, Texas Off-Road Series, CCCRA, Toro, Torn, and I uh, was, was big into that with my family. And uh, that was fun, and I did well, but uh, in the back of my mind, like I always looked up to you know, the guys I saw on TV, Supercross, Motocross guys, and Carmichael McGrath, you know, all those guys. So I kind of always envisioned myself at that level. I had no clue really how to get there, but I had a strong passion for that type of racing. And, um, you know, I didn't know if I was even any good at it. So I I just kind of told my dad I wanted to start doing moto and try and do Loretta's and kind of see how far I could take it. So 2009 is kind of when I started hitting the motocross scene and and doing all the amateur nationals and stuff and it didn't take you long to do well did it you got fast quickly i i guess that's a matter of opinion but uh i mean i had uh i always worked with uh bo boynton i had a i had a couple good guys that helped me out charlie bogard and jeff oldenburg and mainly i worked with bo but uh yeah it's kind of it kind of like now I've always been a hard worker and always ridden as much as possible and 
pretty straight lace. So right. Well, I was kind of looking at some of your results for the past couple of years, and I mean, you got a seventeenth and an eighteenth last year. Eighteenth at Bud's Creek, seventeenth at uh, I believe Tennessee, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yes, sir. That's that's amazing, man. I mean, you, we I know you know Michael Gage and I have been cheering you on for a couple of years. We just get really excited when we see your name go across the screen. And uh, do you feel more comfortable outdoors or indoors or the same? Well, I definitely am a better outdoor rider, and I think that's – and I'm comfortable. I think it's just because, you know, that's everything I've ridden my whole life is, is outdoors, motocross, corner tracks. So it's kind of just another day, you know. On a, I've right. probably got a total of five months between last year and this year on a Supercross track. So, you know, there's just a difference in experience, I guess. Well, we just had Jason Langford on earlier, and we were talking to him, and he kind of started the same way you did with the cross-country background, riding TCCRA and and all that stuff. So it's kind of interesting to hear both of you guys, you know, top-level riders starting out cross-country. Yeah, I think, uh, I think, I mean, it's good practice doing those events. It's, uh, you know, they don't prep the tracks or anything. You get to do a ton of riding with your family, so well, it's definitely well, a good place to start. And if you can go fast in the woods, you can go fast in motocross. Right. That's a good right. point. Yeah. Those guys are amazing because yeah. when I try to ride like at a Kirk Hunter's place, I'm constantly hitting trees because <laughs> my technique's not that good. I need a wide track to have lots of room. <laughs> you know? well, we plan on doing one of those torn races. I'm going to try to talk both of you yahoos into doing it with me, and we'll see how that goes. So, Dude, I grew up riding in the woods. I mean, and if if the dates don't conflict, I'll be there. I, I wanted to go race Bonita, the Toro, a while back. I think it was a few weeks ago. I just didn't didn't work out with my schedule. Well, you can't ride with I us. Had. You're gonna make us all look bad. You can't, <laughs> well, can't we're not that. in his class anyway. <laughs> so, what was your what was your like the the pinnacle? How how far in the amateur ranks did you go? And like, well, um, I I pretty much I see Loretta's the first time I went to Loretta's. I, I went in 2010 in Super Mini. Uh, I, I got a seventh and like a, an 18th or something kind of all over the place. So. Right. And then I did a year in B and then I was going to do a year in A and then go pro a year. I was supposed to do a, I broke my arm and was out for the whole season. And, uh, so 2014, I, I did my last year Loretta's in A. I got a fifth in pro sport and I think a 10th and 250 and holy cow. Nice. So I, I, that's I legit. Didn't, I didn't go a whole like I didn't like go from the time I was three, but I, I went I guess 2010 to 14. I went three times or wow. something like that. So, um, I that's pretty much the only race I trained for. I did the GNC. I did um, uh, a freestone and uh, minios a time or two, but for the most part, it was the two Texas rounds and then Loretta's. Wow. So that that fifth in pro sport that is that's seriously legit right there. Yeah, I was, you know, the, the the funny thing is, is uh, most of my motos I ended up on the ground. So, in my head, I'm, I'm you know, I beat myself up because I'm like, man, I should have had two top fives and, and you know, done a little better. But right. I think that's how everybody's week goes at some point. Well, you've been to Loretta's three times more than anybody in this room. That's a, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, pretty good. Well, so but, your plans to do e- two fifty East Coast? And then... yeah, yes, sir. I'm gonna I'm gonna do all the East Coast, and um, I'm not sure what I'm gonna do for. For outdoors, I'm kind of gonna do supercross and and see where that leaves me. So okay, cool. But yeah. I definitely am gonna do some outdoor nationals for sure. Awesome. I know you're gonna do well at that because man, I you know I was out there uh, running time, stop stopwatch with Ashley while you were running the pro challenge this year, 
And, dude, you were just hauling. I mean, you and LeMay and Zach Williams, man, that was some yeah, awesome I, racing. I remember I was there. It was, that was a good race. Yeah, that was that was very impressive. I know you were a little uh, hard on yourself. You were a little frustrated that day. but you, I, And I think I was just there one of the days. But, man, you were riding so well. Well, I'll tell you what, it ain't like you were racing chumps that day. You did pretty good, man. Yeah, there's there's always a lot of guys who show up to that race. It's always a, at least it's a good event for the spectators. It's kind of a little national in Texas. Right. True. True. But so, what do you, what are your goals for East Coast? What do you um, what do you see yourself doing? What would make you happy? Well, like last year, um, my goal was main events, and uh, I wasn't as far along as I thought. I did a lot of uh, watching main events in the stands. <laughs> so. Uh, Pretty much my goal this year is uh, is I want to be in every single main event, you know, regardless of what the circumstance, you know, with the bike, the the track, whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to say I'm on a 10th place guy or a 15th place guy. I just I want to be in every main event and ride to my potential. And wherever that puts me, that puts me. Um, you know, I, I learned a lot last year um, as, as far as uh, things I should have trained for but I didn't and, and – and pretty much, you know, riding Supercross as a whole. So I've kind of tried to change up my training for the season and uh, work on some different techniques. And I, I, Blake Wharton's been helping me a little bit. And really mostly just working on speed, sprint speed starts. I mean, that's the majority of where I struggled in Supercross last year. I was fast, but I wasn't fast on the first two laps and right. I didn't get good starts. So that pretty much kills your race. Sure, yeah, we see that every week with guys. You know, the start is the key. We know that. You know, yeah. And we all, you know, with as expensive as this sport is, how, how, what are your sponsors for this year, and how are you getting a bike to the races? Who's helping you out? Well, uh, I've had a, a guy behind me for a couple of years now, Jeremy McWhorter and Michael McWhorter, uh, McWhorter Brothers MX. They've, uh, they've helped me tremendously. If it wasn't for those guys, I wouldn't be racing right now. So, uh very appreciative of them, but Jim Lewis at Merge Racing is a big part of my program, and Jones Power Sports, David Jones. But uh, I'm, I signed up to do the uh, Privateer Journey this year, so so Ted's helping me, and and obviously all their sponsors, Fly Racing, Recluse, 100%, and Dunlop, and CD Hammer Nutrition, Atlas, uh, Mika Metals, Galfer, Vertex, Aturbis, and uh, Dundee from Justified Cultures. So. Wow. I've got a good good group of people behind me. Um, now I, I've just got to go twist the throttle now. Well, so you, you were saying you're working on starts and stuff like that. For I mean, as a amateur vet rider myself, you know, just well, curious. What do you mean? I mean, some of your caliper in my mind, y'all are all good at starts. But what makes the difference between somebody like you know who can pull a start, be up front all the time, I and mean, what what kind of little things are they tweaking on you? Because it can't be much. I know they're not teaching you how to release the clutch or anything when you're practicing that stuff. What are they working with you on? Well, I think, I think for me, it's, it's, uh, being focused on my technique. Cause a lot of times I go up to the line and it's kind of like, uh, I get lost in, in the noise and, uh, and everything. So I, I've got a gate at my house that we got this off season. And I got a metal platform to simulate the cover and, uh, really just breaking down, my technique and as far as like uh where my body position is where my weight is and how it reacts to the power so i've, I've been doing a few off-season races and um 
making it a habit to every time I'm doing my sprints and my motos, I start each each track entrance with a start. That way I kind of simulate that race. Oh, yeah, that's where, a good idea. Whereas before, you know, I just hop out there and, and pick the finish line and take off, but you don't get that, I don't know, whenever you do a start and take off and do your moto, it just kind of brings a, a level of intensity, you know, to the to the track. So that's the main thing. Um, I've, I've had my like, grandpa or somebody always video me while I do my start so I can break it down. Yeah, so you can learn and see where you pick yourself apart. That's smart. I know I work with a few kids. I've actually met you a few times. I do announcing at a lot of the local tracks. Yeah. And I um, – and I work with a few kids, and I, we always do that. I always tell people, videotape yourself, because yeah, people are like, oh, my foot, my leg is up. But they watch a video, and like, oh, never mind. I look like a flat tracker going around the corner. I mean, it's not up as far as – so that's interesting to hear. Even the pro guys are videotaping themselves and breaking themselves down. That's No wonder you're so fast if you're if you're critiquing your own self, trying to get better. Yeah, that's – you know, I don't, I don't always have – I don't have a mechanic or like a full-time trainer or anything. So I kind of go to the track by myself, but as often as I can, I bring a buddy or someone. And even though they may not know anything about racing, I say, just, just film everything, you know, that way in between my practices, I can study, I guess. Well, next time that you're at a race and you hear me up there announcing, you know, my name's TJ, you come up there and holler at me. We'll get you, get you up there and you can spend some time in the announcer's booth with me i get bored up there <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll come visit what what series are you doing right now i mean i pretty much i do every track around here except for swan freestone and um what's it um johnsonville because shan does johnsonville but almost all the other tracks around here from oak hill to uh what's it called river valley village creek i'm doing all those so oh awesome Hey. Yeah, I'll, I'll come. I'll come talk to you next time I'm at a local race. I, I noticed on Instagram that you're riding a Suzuki now. You were on Yamaha, I believe, at the Pro Challenge. Did, what made you yeah. change? Well, um, like like I said, Jim Lewis is a big part of my program, and they had that motorcycle superstore Suzuki team last year. And um, um, good buddies with Greg Albertson, and yep. you know, I, I did a little bit, just a little bit of testing for them on their motorcycle last year, and I was like, man, this thing it's really good. I was surprised, you know, I, you, normally you wouldn't think us people are kind of down on Suzuki's, I guess, but they really impressed me. So, um, he, he helped me out with some parts and, uh, a bike and he didn't give me a bike, but I bought a bike from him and, uh, you know, he's make kind of helping me get through the season a little bit with parts and, and bike expenses and yeah. stuff. So, um, kind of seemed like the right move, you know, for very me. cool. Um, hey, I do. I gotta throw you under the bus a little bit. So, um, we know your girlfriend Ashley Crouch, or at least I know she's a pretty damn good woods rider herself. Has she ever stuffed you? Have you ever rode together? She pushed you down? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Not recently. She kind of retired from racing. But um, when we were little, actually, apparently we raced in like the fifty amateur class. Yeah, and uh, she used to. <laughs> smoked me i was not very good <laughs> love it she, she won everything and i was like in 15th right so. well um here, here's where i'm gonna throw you under the bus when when are you gonna make her an honest woman jugular on that one <laughs> yeah. well, one one day possibly uh 
that we'll just we'll blame it on my bank account right now. I understand. Well, money, well, so uh, you guys are just a really good couple. I like Ashley and her brother Matt a lot. So I just I was uh, texting with her earlier and I asked what would embarrass you. So <laughs> so that's what we came up with. So so she's kind of saying hint hint. Just letting you know. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've heard that hint a time or two. Yeah, listen. Just so you don't feel bad, I actually got asked that same question about three months ago by one of my girlfriend's friends so i finally popped the question that's Christ- the, that's the hint when night. they start asking yeah. it's time to do it you know? I, I, I went out and went ahead and did it and, and the good oh, thing congratulations. is she's Thanks, into racing so i mean you're, you're never going to have the she her works, not understanding yeah. oh, she don't runs the ride. pit board and exactly. she, she's out there motivating him she's she's a good chick that's awesome yeah. man so i'm tr- i'm trying to get her to get her bike down here in north texas so she can ride herself a little bit yeah, she needs to. I've never actually got to see her ride. I just hear that she was really fast. It's good to have a moto chick. I, I talked to mine. I'm like, well, I want to get another bike. What's wrong with your old one? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> moto chicks get it. It's time to yeah. upgrade, you know? Yeah, I think the last time I was out at uh, their house to go ride at Kirk's, she dropped. She got on one of the street bikes with her family, and they all took off on a family ride. I mean, that is so bitching. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, they've, they've got all kinds of stuff. Harley, yeah, Ruckuses. It's yeah. Anything you want to do. Yep. Well, man, I'm really looking forward to seeing you Saturday. Um, if you would, I'm gonna, do me a favor, and if you got an extra jersey, bring a jersey that you can sign that we can raffle off for this fundraiser for this kid. No problem. Yeah, that's, that would be really good. That's an easy good. one. Okay, because, I mean, to have a national rider there, we, we'll throw that thing out in the raffle, and maybe we can make, come up some money for this kid. Yeah, anything I can do to help. All right, John, I appreciate you. Hey, thanks for your time, John. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me on. Okay, you guys have a good night. Hey, I hope you like getting on because you know we're going to bug you more once the Supercross season starts. We're going to be getting you on here. Hey, that's that's fine. No, no one else really wants to do any interviews or talk to me, so. Well, I mean, well we time. do. We will yeah, overload yeah. you, I promise. <laughs> we'll wear you out, John. <laughs> All yeah. right, well, you, you guys take it easy. Have a good night. All right, man. You All too, right. buddy. All right, bye. John Short, ladies and gentlemen. That was uh, three really good guests, I think. I think we did good tonight, yeah. Was... I mean, I guess we could say Phil was a guest, but he wasn't so good. No, so. Phil's not a guest. Phil is not a guest. Phil's a charity case. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> charity <laughs> case. God. Yeah, the only reason we call Phil is because he was, please, please, man. Factory oh, Phil, we love you, buddy. I have to, <laughs> I have to mess with you. We miss though. having him here because I love watching his reaction when Mark bags on him. Oh, it's it's great. Well, you, you got to have you gotta have somebody to agitate. But, and it, it uh, takes absolutely. the pressure off of me too you, you don't pick on me as bad as when he's here definitely so that's, that's definitely. why i like him in the show well big thanks to scotty winterstrom jason langford john short all you guys for coming on shocksocks.com pmpsprockets.com moto x pod show see you next week guys